1: This is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast. This is the greatest podcast you'll ever hear in your entire life. Uh, we ha- we talk about beer. We talk about the vinyls we got, vinyl stuffs. Uh, we talk about new music and other happenings in the music world. My name is Tyler, and way out there, hundreds of miles away, way out there in the ether. That is was
0: so long.
1: <laughs> that was the longest, stupidest pause <laughs> I've ever done oh god that was I don't dumb. know if
0: you're going to go through with the whole thing but you did respect
1: <laughs> I had to I had to commit I had to commit but uh yeah so this is this is a great music podcast go to iTunes go rate review and subscribe to us on there follow us on social media at S9 radio uh stay tuned for the main episode because we're getting into the Chuck Berry album uh what One the fuck is the name of the record berries. One Dozen Berries there you go why, I don't know why One I forgot that I had a brain hurt but blue. that's okay uh, let's just get into it. Let's get into our fearless beer review. And uh, what do you got, Jeff?
0: Oh, I am I am I going for you going first? I'll go first. You're going.
1: You're you go, you always go first. You just pick.
0: Okay. So uh, I got something from Junkyard Brewing Company. Um, it's a Scout Camp. That's what it's called, Scout Camp. You okay. Know, like, scout Camp. Uh, 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 that's so fun. Ten point eight percent. It is a it is a porter. It's an imperial double. Um, okay.
1: Gross. Oh,
0: okay. well, I don't know if it's gross, but um, yeah, this looks delicious. It's it's uh, it's got s'mores in it, so it's it's got a lot of ah. chocolate. It's got a lot of marshmallows, and I guess I'm hoping that it's got a lot of graham cracker flavor in there because I've had several s'mores beers before, mm-hmm. and there's not enough graham cracker. And I don't. I feel like out of the s'more trifecta, the only part I would ever really eat. Is the graham cracker? I don't really like marshmallow. I don't really like chocolate, but graham crackers are good.
1: Oh, they're they're fantastic. I, I I can eat, I can eat graham crackers all day.
0: Do you like the ones that are like cinnamony on the outside, or do you like just the plain ones?
1: I like both. They're yeah. both great. They're really good. And put some peanut butter on it. Oh, forget about it. <laughs> so, good. <laughs> so good.
0: So good. Yeah, that's. That's what I got. And this came in a uh, 750 milliliter can. So it's like a Foster's Oof. oil can.
1: Oof. It's a lot of so, beer, 10%. Uh,
0: well, it's a lot of commitment is what it is. <laughs> that's <laughs> true, yeah. And I'm hoping that this is not <laughs> disgusting because that's a lot of beer. And if it's good, I mean, you know, I'll get pretty toasty.
1: <sighs> Can't wait. But
0: Untapped has it at 108 and their website has it at 11.5%. Huh.
1: So, that's weird. Yeah, I don't know who to What believe. does it say on the can?
0: Oh, I didn't does it not say there? It probably does. Yeah. It's a little dark it Probably in does, here. But, you,
1: but you didn't do your homework. I but didn't that's do okay my
0: homework. Oh, yeah, it's 11.2. So oh, on the website it's 11.5, on untapped, it's 10.8, <laughs> and on the can it's 11.2. So that That makes, all makes that makes sense. Makes sense.
1: Yeah. <laughs> You're going to get really toasty. This is a Very, very This toasty.
0: is a beer from Minnesota. When in Minnesota, and you got a drinking quota
1: and that's where we are at
0: right now. So, baby boy, that's what I got.
1: Cold, cold Like Minnesota.
0: Mm-hmm. I missed that, that song. song. Is so bad. I want to get that, that single so on the bad. vinyls.
1: Oh, my God. I think I would get the single for that. If it was like five bucks, I'd probably get the single. You
0: know it's not going to be five bucks.
1: Ah, oh, man. Should we look it up real quick? I'm gonna yeah, we
0: got to look okay. it up. I mean, okay. What the fuck is the name that song?
1: Uh, I think it's just called Cold Like Minnesota, or cold, cold, cold in Minnesota. Little Yachty. Yes, Little Yachty. That's what it is. uh, (laughs) (laughs) they probably never even made a vinyl of it i know i don't know why they would even do that
0: i think it's just called Minnesota. well no because there's there's he he has an album called little boat and there's a song called minnesota but it's a remix
1: i don't think he ever released it as a single like an actual physical single on cd or anything man that song is so bad yeah, it's so bad. <laughs>
0: that's like the epitome of what I really, what pretty much everybody really hates about the SoundCloud rap era.
1: Oh, I know. I, I just I don't understand why it was ever popular. Anyway, yeah. So you, you're just from uh, Minnesota, mm-hmm. cold like Minnesota, and uh, yeah. What, what's your backy?
0: Oh, I just got a bunch of Curious lights with limes. I cut a brand oh, new lime for tonight.
1: Why do you Why do you spoil beer? I don't get it. Freshies that's that's called spoiling a beer okay so i got i got something special for the pod uh something very very nice and it's uh it's the beer is called no save point it's a west coast i p a uh it's brewed by Mason aleworks and Horace Horace aged ales uh this is the collaboration beer that the the group run the jewels are a part of. they've teamed up with like i think it's like twelve different breweries over the United States. And uh, this is the closest one to us. This is down in, I think, San Mateo or something like that. Or San Marcos or something. No, not San Marcos. San Mateo, I think. And yeah, so they this brewery decided to do a West Coast IPA. I guess every brewery kind of does their own styles of beer. I guess there's a couple of sours out there and, and all kinds of stuff. Um, so yeah, this is pretty cool. It's 7% and uh, the label's really cool. It has the, like the traditional kind of Run the jewels like finger thing and the fifth, the finger and the fist. Mm-hmm. And they're holding like a dog on a leash, like a rabid dog on a leash. But this is also in collaboration with the uh, what's that new game, that new video game, Cyberpunk 2077? Yeah, oh,
0: yeah, 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 yeah,
1: because they have a song in that game. So, yeah, so there you go. I got that. I got a four pack of that last this past weekend and I'm gonna have it on the pod. So, that's pretty cool. Have you tried looking for it at all out there?
0: Uh, I mean, we don't like a lot of liquor stores out here, but I'm a part of like a craft brew Arizona page and somebody had posted it and then everyone else was looking for it. So I assume we're not, I'm probably not going to find it. Oh, fuck. That's cool. You guys got a bunch of extras. You can just drink them all. It's not a big deal.
1: Do you want me to hold on to one? No, it's I cool. have one but, left. Yeah. go. Ahead I have and, one no, left. Go
0: ahead and just drink it because you love it so much. And then, you know, that's cool though.
1: Well, I mean, after I drink this one, I'll have one left. So I can hold on to it for you if you let's, like.
0: Let's, I mean, I don't like that style of beer, so let's hold off until you're rating.
1: Okay, all right, if, that's fine. If you that's love totally it, fine.
0: drink it. If you think it's okay or not very good, then save it.
1: Okay. Well, I'm gonna pour mine right now. I don't know if you've already poured yours. I mean, open my oil
0: can yet because I'm still oh.
1: still contemplating here.
0: Contemplating, contemplating, contemplating what? Contemplating. I don't know. It's a, bit, a lot of beer.
1: <laughs> it's a lot of beer. You know, you don't have to finish it either. Yes, I do. No, you don't. I also got another four pack from this local bottle shop um, called Hop Show, but I'll save that for next week. Ooh, so little
0: teaser? Are we doing beer yeah. teasers now?
1: <laughs> I I guess so. I'm hey, I have okay. that four pack, so I'm gonna I'm gonna save that four pack until next Monday, or next yeah next Monday when we pot next. So there you go. You got your poured. Dude, you ready I, to go? Even though this is
0: an oil can and it's really weird shape, this was a perfect pour. You little, you can't even pour a sixteen <laughs> ounce properly. Here I am pouring an oil can, and it looks like
1: money. What do you mean? I can't wait. Wait. wait, What are you? What are you talking about? I can't pour a sixteen ounce. That was in the group chat. The
0: other day. Oh no,
1: that was like a thirty-two ounce. Oh yeah, thirty-two. That was like a thirty-two ounce. ounce.
0: Oh yeah.
1: Not only that, but I was trying to trick. We were trying to trick Ryan, so I wasn't really paying attention to the pour. I was more trying to cover up any sort of logo. I hear a lot of excuses, so he wouldn't recognize it. All right, that's fine. I don't care. That was not a thirty-two ounce can. Or Maybe like tw- was there like a twenty? It, it, it was
0: a 16er.
1: No, it wasn't. No, it's it was it's bigger than like a a t- like a Budweiser Tallboy. It's bigger than that. It's a crowler. I think those are like maybe oh, twenty-eight. That's right, it was a crowler, or thirty? I don't know. I think the, the they're 32s. Big. And they're awkward to pour. They're super awkward to pour.
0: This kid got little butt hands. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mm. You finally ready? Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I've been ready. You're the one oh talking about God. your hands
1: or whatever. You don't know what you're doing in there. Here we go.
0: Oh damn.
1: How's yours? Mm. How's yours tasting?
0: You can taste the alcohol. That's <laughs> for sure.
1: <laughs> At eleven percent, I, I would expect you could. Whew. So, what do you think? First, 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 initial thoughts on it. I don't know. Come back come back to me. Come back to me. Come back to you? Yeah. Okay.
0: I got I to gotta let, let it sit in the palate for a little bit. It'll swish around.
1: Okay. That's fine. Uh, with my Run the Jewels No Save Point beer, this West Coast IPA, it's pretty damn solid. It's, um, it's not as hoppy as I was expecting it to be. It's pretty damn smooth. It goes down really nice. Uh, yeah. I really don't have anything bad to say about it. And with our three-point rating system where three is a perfect beer, two is a good beer you're going to continue to drink, one is a bad beer, but you should give it a shot, and zero is a drain pour, I would give this one a solid 2.8. Not a perfect beer. Damn! But it's pretty damn good. It, it, I, I do like this West Coast IPA style because it is not, it's not as, as sharp and, and pine y as normal IPAs are. It's pretty solid. It's pretty smooth. So I give it a 2.8. Good job, guys. Good job. So what do you got? Do you have enough yeah, time? I, like,
0: I lifted the can and it feels like I poured nothing out already. So, <laughs>
1: <There's> so, <laughs> oh, that's, much so left. that's so gross. That's so gross.
0: You know, I'm only getting alcohol, a little bit of chocolate, and kind of like, like not a good marshmallow taste. Because I don't like marshmallows, but I love the marshmallow taste in beer. I think it's so good. But it's got to mm. kind of be like a lot of it. If there's just a little bit of it, then it's it's like what's the point for me? This kind of yeah. just has like a little bit. There's really nothing else here. I don't just don't <laughs> what. I'm not. I'm definitely not getting any gram. Yeah, this is pretty disappointing.
1: That sucks.
0: It's not gross. It's not bad. I mean, I'll I'll, I'll still drink this whole thing, you know. Because, <laughs> but it's okay. <laughs> right.
1: So what are you gonna rate it then?
0: Um right now probably 1175.
1: Damn, that low, huh? Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> why I mean, it makes sense. Fucking <laughs> porters are gross. Why not? You love this song. Come on, man. Uh, this beer is from Minnesota, so why not? It's appropriate.
0: God, that song is so dumb. It's so so bad. Like what were they thinking? Did he say anybody? Did he say I was eating pork and rinds with some bitch from New York Times? I yeah. don't eat pork and rinds.
1: <laughs> but that girl is damn fine or something.
0: <laughs> what? Oh, that's that, that's that's some next level shit right there.
1: Oh my god, shit. Okay, so on Spotify, the song is under Young Scrappy, not not oh. Little Yachty. So let's let's see this real quick. I'll play this while we're looking.
2: Yeah,
1: I can't find it anywhere. It's not on Discogs. Oh, so it is from the album Little Boat. Oh, it is? Yeah. Okay. But there's no actual, like, Seven inch of it or anything? No,
0: so. dude. If I if I can find that album, little boat for like five bucks, ten bucks, I buy it. Oh <laughs> so yeah, the the song is Minnesota. It's it's by Little Yachty featuring Quavo, Skipa Deflippa, and Young Thug.
1: I, I wonder why it's under Young Scrappy on Spotify then.
0: Yeah, I don't see anything about Young Scrappy on
1: on the wicks That's so weird. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking awful song That's The video, so The video was him on like a Zamboni, wasn't it? Zamboni, yeah Wait, okay, so So if you look on Spotify Cold Lake Minnesota comes up as Young Scrappy But then there's a playlist That says Cold Lake Minnesota And then, then the first one on there Is the li- Little Yachty, Quavo And then the rest of like the five people But I don't know if it's the same song
0: Well, if you just type in Minnesota you, the hit Right here the, On Spotify It says Lil Yachty
1: And oh, okay. and the album
0: cover is the is from Lil boat It's got the red outline
1: Yeah okay I see that Cause it was, I guess because it was I, I typed in Cold Like Minnesota Dude what is wrong with this fucking song I don't eat
2: no pork and rhymes
0: <laughs> But that bitch was mighty fine That that lyric is so (laughs) stupid It's so bad (laughs) What's on his mattress? Something on his mattress (laughs) (laughs) I'm this song so much
1: (laughs) (laughs) Fuck I haven't heard this in so long Oh my god it's so bad This voice cracks.
0: This is kind of like in the beginning of our pod days too. That we were making fun of this song. It was. It really was. This was like 2015, 2016.
1: Oh my god, that is fantastic. I hate it. I hate it so much.
0: (laughs) We had like slow bounce too, like like (laughs) little (laughs) bouncies.
1: Can you imagine if we got a cease and desist for playing this stupid fucking song? <laughs> oh, okay. We, I I can't. Okay, we got to move. We got to move on. Nah, it's, well, it's done. We'll I'm done. I'm done listening. Okay. I can't. I can't do it anymore. It's too distracting. Oh, shit. That's 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 awful. That little part okay. that is pretty catchy. That little that little little melody. When he says "cold like Minnesota."
0: Well, I mean, it's like the piano part it's in the back is kind of catchy. The way he says it, it makes it awful, but. I respect like, really bad you know, trying, to, trying to trying to create a song around first of all a shit
1: genre and then also like a little cool melody. <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. You're you're way too positive about it. But that's okay. Oh boy, what a bad song! Okay, let's move on from our fearless. Oh yeah, you gave your beer one point seven five. Okay, so we're done with the fearless beer review. Yeah, and we're fearless. done with cold Lake, Minnesota. Thank God uh so let's move on to some vinyl stuffs what what have we got this week and then that leads into our song of the week. So what did you get this week this
0: Jeff? week okay, so let me um I guess I'll go this way I listen to more super tramp of course I have their first album, their third, fourth, fifth, sixth um all of them no, they have a lot. I mean, there's like a core group of super trampers, as we as as a super tramp heads call them. We call them super trampers,
1: not just trampers.
0: Uh, yeah, we actually call them trampers. I meant that's what I meant to say. That's a, that's a better way oh, to put okay. it. Okay, okay. Nobody calls them that you're welcome. though. Um, you're welcome. <laughs> maybe I don't have more than that. So, like, up until <laughs> up until they're 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 like lead vocalists and guitarists and keyboarders, keyboarders keyboarders keyboardists he left after their i think seventh album that's the last one that I have and they became like kind of a different band, so their first seven albums is like the core group, but only their three four five only their s- three four five, and six are really good okay their first two are kind of boring it's It's more like prog pop rather than rock. It's very subdued. It's very casual. It's it's just very disappointing. I was I was very disappointed in listening to their first album compared to like their third and fourth, which I think Crime of the Century, their third album, is is their best. It is easily their best. Their most popular, which is like their sixth. It has like the logical song.
1: I don't even know if I know that song. I don't want to sing it. <laughs> you almost did. You I, almost did did, did it. you hear it? Did you hear the, oh, like that?
0: I did. <laughs> because if you, you, you know the song, you know the song for <laughs> sure, but like this, he sings in such a high pitched voice, there's just, mm. there's no way I would, it would just be like See, cold like Minnesota.
1: Yeah. I was going to say you have no problem singing cold like Minnesota, but like Minnesota. the second, but the second fucking super come in, you can't even do that. Goodbye, stranger. Oh, okay, yeah, I know. Kid
0: that song. By stranger that's a good song. That's a band. So that's a good song. Oh, and then it's got the the girlfriend. The taking a look at my girlfriend by oh, the God, I fucking hate that Jim Flatter Boys.
2: Yeah.
0: Um. Wow. So yeah, their first album it just wasn't that it wasn't that great, and then their seventh album called Famous Last Words that was after the album of the song I just sang Breakfast in America. It was it was okay. It was fine. So my my love for Supertramp is strictly like three to four albums and I'm I'm finding mm-hmm. that out. But I'm still probably gonna pick up their second album because I haven't heard it. And it's kind of controversial because it has like a topless woman on the front and yeah, you know, that's mm-hmm. always fun, I guess. Whatever. Yeah, of course. So yeah, that was uh that was that was it for Super Tramp. I was listening to a bunch of punk. So first I guess we can start off with Death by Stereo, It looks good kill. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it was great on great fucking record. It's on this really cool like dark maroon vinyl, the color. So it looks it looks it's really right on good. That too? I don't even know. Did you buy the same one from Port of Sound?
1: No, I bought mine from uh from program. Mm. But long time ago. Hold on. I'm trying to find my DBS. Can I
0: talk or do you just want to do talk, the whole just go for Well it, you just said go hold on. Like, I don't know what you mean by hold on. I don't know. I don't know why I
1: okay.
0: just go Yeah, and I I um I don't remember the last time I listened to this. It had to have just been like when we did them and then probably listened to the albums, I guess. But this was really good. At the
1: time, no, we didn't we didn't listen to all the records.
0: It was really good, and I had a good time, and it was worth like the twelve dollars I spent on it. And what a deal! Fantastic. Both the Death by Stereo albums I have are really cool color variants, and I've spent like nothing on them.
1: Yeah, you got really lucky with. It looks Could kill. Because I bought mine for, I think eighteen. So you you saved on that one. And I think we played. We paid the same for the, the the newest one. Can't even remember the name of it.
0: I paid like twelve or thirteen for it. But it was because it was, I bought it from Double Nickels, but because it was warped. And when I took it out, it looked totally fine. And it was like that cool, like translucent green splatter. Yeah. And the dude was like, yeah, man, it sounds like bad. Just take it back, dude. Like, I know what it sounds like, so just take it back. (laughs) But it sounds fine. So, yeah, I got, I got, I don't know, no complaints. It's a good album. Check it out, everybody. Everybody.
1: Fantastic. Yeah, uh, looks could kill, man. What a banger that is, man. Uh, mine, mine is purple as well. Is it? It's
0: it is like dark. really, really dark though. So unless it's in the light, if you're like any type of darkness, it's really hard to see.
1: It's like a, it's like a purple marble. Like a mauve. Kind of yes.
0: Yes, there you go. I don't know if that's go. like a, uh, whatever. Uh, I also listened to The Bouncing Souls, Maniacal Laughter. Mm-hmm. I listened to it twice. Killer record. I, dude, it sounds so record. good. It sounds so great. Like I thought that, It wasn't going to sound, I don't know, super crisp. It wasn't going to sound very clean just because it was technically their second, but really their first album by the Bouncing Souls and like early 90s stuff. But, dude, it sounds fantastic. And this was only like 15 bucks. And on mine, it's like 15 bucks plus shipping. So it was weird buying a new vinyl for cheaper than you can find it online for
1: once. That is very surprising. Money well I bought spent. a copy too. I bought a copy too. Yes. From Port of Sound. From Port of Sound. Yeah. So
0: now Future. I have all of my top five favorite albums of all time. I what? now have all five of them. So I'm pretty stoked about Fucking
1: that. Fucking lucky motherfucker.
0: Don't don't you also have all five of yours? No. Which no, one
1: are you no, missing? No. I'm missing Amputee.
0: Oh oh, that's a top yeah. five. No fuck yeah. It is. You got to revisit the top five. I don't. Maybe you'd like missed a memo on what top five actually means. But those are. <laughs>
1: Apparently, you've never listened to Amputexture. No, That's what it comes I down to. I think we
0: did Amphitecture. No, we did Bedlam. No, we never did. We did Bedlam.
1: Bedlam. And we did Delioust a long, long time ago. But That's, we never yeah, did you're, you're
0: being silly. Maybe you've only heard like two records by any band ever. Um, <laughs> I also listened to the Beach Boulevard comp that, that I've been eyeballing for a <laughs> yeah. while. And then, then you bought for me for pretty cheap, 20 bucks. And yeah, I've never seen Out in the Wild out here. And usually online, it goes for like 30, to 35. So I was pretty stoked about that. Just a, a compilation of a lot of punk bands from Southern California or playing in Southern California. And this this comp was kind of curated by Rodney on the Rocks. I don't know what his real name is, but the guy from K-Rock. Rodney Bingenheimer. Yeah, Rodney Rodney Bingenheimer. Yeah. And he's even got like linear notes in like the jacket and and different spots on the... On the vinyl stuff so it's it's kind of cool and it's fun and there's like five or six different bands from from that area and that era so it's it's cool it's, it's, it's kind of just cool to see where the socal punk scene kind of started and how much this guy rodney bingenheimer pushed it like i mean i don't know if it would have survived without him i don't know what but he definitely had a hand in bringing Bands like the Vandals and bringing bands like the Offspring, because of what he did in like the early seventies and, and stuff like that. So, that's don't cool. forget
1: the big one, the big one that he found. Who, Van Halen? Oh, did he? He was the one that yeah, he was the one that that really made Van Halen Van Halen because he brought them on to K Rock and and all that stuff. Yeah, he was he spearheaded that whole movement.
0: It's dude, it's crazy. It's 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 crazy to think that. I don't know. Like, what a cool time! We'll talk about it later. Especially being in the Chuck Berry, how things are so different today, and how like nobody really looks out for each other whatsoever. But it's just cool to think that just a a radio personality had such an influence on music. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like, I, and nobody I even talks know. about him
1: now. Like you know, like he's Rodney on the Rock is just like forgotten about. And it Unless. Sucks.
0: Yeah, like unless you've like listened to him or unless you even listen to K Rock, like you would never know how influential he was.
1: Yeah. And how many careers he he helped. It's crazy. Absolutely crazy.
0: Fucking K Rock and then booted him.
1: <laughs> I know that just fucking fired him one day. There's Kevin and should. Yep. <sighs> I
0: right. I finally listened to The Rage Against the Machine, The Live and Rare. And what'd you think? That's what prompted me to buy or really want the their self titled was because I think it starts off with "Bullet in the Head," and mm-hmm. I was like, "Dude, this sounds so good! This is such a this is such a well crafted live and rare album." Because a lot of these songs are live, a lot of them are 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 like demos, but they sound fantastic. They sound great, and mm-hmm. we've done a lot of them on our on our sister pod, and we've kind of shit on them a lot. Because they're not very good songs on their own, but curated to something like this, they're pretty good. They're all pretty good. So much better.
1: (laughs) So much better on this in the context of this record. Specifically
0: was 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 Zapata's blood. Like that song was garbage (laughs) when we when we talked about it and listening to it Mm -hmm. over and over on its own. Like it's just not a good song. But given kind of the scrappiness of all the tracks on this album. You throw in Sabatha's blood and it's it's a pretty cool song. Like it's a good song.
1: Yeah, I'm I totally agree with you. <laughs> it's it's so weird how, how something how something like that in context can make it completely different. It's insane.
0: That's that's like the beauty of an album. That's why like compilation albums I, I, I like to steer away from because they're not they're not curated much like an album would be. But this seems like mm-hmm. somebody took the time, whoever it was and chose because they have a lot of bootlegs and a lot of demos and a lot of live stuff that they never played. And somebody mm-hmm. took the time to put everything together in like a cohesive format. And that's why it's such a banger of an album.
1: I'm totally with you on that. Totally with you. And if any, if anybody out there wants to to listen to us talk, talk shit about Zapata's blood, go check out rage against the pod. It's a great podcast.
0: Yeah. We, we destroy that song. <laughs> and then now I'm just destroying our our destroying our credibility. Yeah. I guess you could say completely, completely tarnished. What yeah. what what, what exactly. little we had left is now gone.
1: It's completely, completely. <clears throat> but it's a it's a pretty cool pod. I've heard I've heard good things about it. I have too. Yeah, absolutely. So go check it out. Rage yeah. against the pod. Rage against the pod. Anywhere anywhere you listen to pods, Great
0: review, subscribe, et etc. Et
1: Rage against the pod. You know, just go do that. Yeah, please. Guys, please okay what else you got
0: the next thing i got i got for i basically got for free because the place that that i go to a lot uncle aldo's attic in mesa arizona huge shout out place is pretty dope and he always has like a box of stuff that's like 50 cents but what that really means is if you're 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 a true homie and you spend money that means that the box is just like free stuff you can just take what you want (laughs) and sometimes he misses stuff you know he's not perfect, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I found Blind Faith's uh, only album there, and it was just it was free, and so obviously I, I scooped it up. It did not have the controversial other cover; it was the U.S. cover. Um, but that's probably for the better because I, I read more about that cover, and I just it kind of creeps me out, and weirds me out. So the the other cover, not the U.S. cover, the U.S. cover just shows the band's kind of sitting there as a portrait the other cover Mm -hmm. is an 11 year old topless girl with a like a model airplane or something and it's just it's just a little unnerving it's just Mm -hmm. uh, it's just unnecessary for the music the music doesn't kind of it's not weird it's just straightforward just like blues rock and so the, the the album cover i i could do without i'm i'm cool with not having that one
1: Oh yeah, I see. I didn't I never looked it up until right now and it is very weird. It's just like, like why? Like, That's why did yeah, you need that? What were they thinking?
0: Well, the guy says the guy that took the picture had said that he wanted to capture like the innocence of childhood before like the world, I don't know, what do you call it? Tainted, tainted her, I yeah. guess. But it's just it's too it's young. Just kinda it's just kind of creepy. Too young.
1: Yeah, it's just kind of creepy. Yeah.
0: Too young. It's, this is going to sound super weird, but it's too young, but not young enough. Because if you picture like babies, like that, yeah. there's nothing really wrong with that because they're a little. They're, I mean, they, ah, shit. They're not a little. They definitely are too young to be sexualized. But 11 years old, like that's like you're right on the cusp there, man. Like you can't.
1: Yeah, it's pretty, have some it's restraint. Pretty, creepy. pretty damn creepy.
0: Have some restraint. Exactly. So I'm. Exactly. I'm glad I, I don't have that cover. But as far as the album is concerned, this is a super group, Clapton, Ginger Baker, Steve Winwood, and then I forgot the I forgot the bass player's name.
1: I but don't yeah.
0: remember. Supergroup, dude, fucking fantastic album. I think you bought it. I did buy it, yeah. I yeah. don't know if I don't know if you listened to it. Did you listen to it? I have not it? listened to it yet. That's so cool. We could have talked about it together. That's fine though. <laughs> so there's there's kind of two sides. The the first side is 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 is, is all of them just kind of going at it, being a band, doing that thing. And the second side, mm-hmm. it's got like a 15-minute song that was mostly written by Ginger Baker, so it's a very drum-heavy track, and it is a fucking banger. That one song makes this entire album worth buying.
1: Oh, dude, I'm so excited to hear it. it I is, love Ginger Baker. It is
0: fantastic, and it's it's funny because... Like, We talk about these big names all the time. and Ginger Baker always comes up. This is why Ginger Baker comes up. This song is why Ginger Baker comes up. It is unbelievable. He is so fast. Not any of the Cream stuff? He's so tight. No, dude, like, I think Cream is fantastic. But I think this song is better than, I mean, I'm not a huge Cream fan. Haven't dove into him crazy, but I do know a lot of Cream. But this song, I think, is, is better than anything I've ever heard Ginger Baker do.
1: Okay. You gotta, you gotta, if you ever see that, that Fela Cootie and Ginger Baker record out in the wild, you gotta pick it up. I, I got that one when I was up in Oregon, and dude, fucking, it's so good. I you think, gotta check it out.
0: I think after listening to this, cause I know Grace Records has a lot of, 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 of Fela Cootie stuff. It's mm-hmm. all new, but at, after listening to this, if I see it there, I'm probably gonna pick it up.
1: Like even for 20 bucks, cause I think I got mine for 20 up in Oregon, and dude, it's totally worth it. He, he plays on like half of the record. But that half of the record, I mean, the, the entire record's great because Fayla Cootie is great, but the Ginger Baker part is fucking fantastic. You can tell when, they, when the drummers are switched out, like just the different in, difference in style. It's pretty cool. It's pretty damn cool. Anyway, yeah, you got oh, Blind Faith. Don't tell me what to do, but that's fine. Hard too late. You bought your Blind
0: Faith pretty cheap too. It was like five bucks, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, it's five bucks at uh, White Rabbit. Mm. But just haven't had a chance to listen yet.
0: That's right. You get a lot of stuff that you listen to four, five, six, seven, eight, nine times already. <laughs> Not new stuff. That's cool though. So um, the next stuff is a lot of jazz. I I kind of on Sundays is is like my my day to decompress. I don't really do anything during the week anyway. But I just I, I do a lot of chores. All laundry gets done on Sundays, mm-hmm. and then I just watch football. I don't really like football that much, but it's it's nice to put on. Cause I don't need to focus on it and like watch it like consistently and every minute it's nice to have on the background and I throw a bunch of records on and usually Sundays I'll I'll curate a playlist for the day. This Mm -hmm. one, this one was, was, was jazz. I, I, I did a jazz thing and I listened to a lot of records. So I guess, I guess I'll start with like, like Stan Getz. I, I listened to a couple Stan Getz albums. I bought one at the thrift store it's it's Stan Getz plays Burt Bacharach and Hal David some weird fucking thing that he's probably playing other people's songs it was fine it was a little disappointing it was it was kind of in the middle of his career like 68 so have you ever
1: have you ever listened to Burt Bacharach no I'm not I haven't either but I only know him from uh from Austin Powers like that's the only thing I the only time I've ever recognized his name was from that movie the first movie
0: it. He he just looks like a like I don't know the pictures because I've seen him in in some of the 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 lots that we buy Of vinyl yeah so like I, I know what his face looks like and he looks he just looks like a boring dude <laughs> I don't know so I just I, know I always see him the in
1: the dollar bins yeah I'll always see him there
0: so it was it was an okay album I mean I I like Stan Getz a lot he's my favorite jazz artist so it's 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 cool I listened to it again. The other thing I got from Stan Getz is called Opus De Bop, the Savoy Sessions. And
1: what is that? What is that exactly?
0: So I couldn't find a lot of information on this. So judging by one review from Amazon, a couple articles, and then a little snippet from Discogs, I've put together this is this is a compilation of songs from like the late forties put onto vinyl Mm -hmm. in the 80s and interesting the opus de bop like like a magnum opus i i think that's referring to like bop like hard bop bebop music this is like the best of for the record label savoy savoy record label or savoy records whatever it was Mm -hmm. but so yeah this is just a compilation of 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 stuffs from like the 40s and you like you can clearly tell it's from the 40s like the vinyl's pretty damn clean, and it's still got some some crackles and pops, and it's old, but it's got some heart. It's it's, it's good.
1: Yeah, the the soul and passion is there.
0: You yeah. can you can hear like the stylistic origins, but mm-hmm. things only got better from here. I guess I'll I'll say that it's not okay. great. It's fun. It's fun to listen to. It's like five bucks. To it again. I don't know if I listen to it again. Like it's it's cool. Everything's very basic Everything's very stripped down So I don't know Okay I don't know uh, Charlie Bird The Brazilian Bird That 1965 album I think you have that one too Don't you?
1: Yeah I do have that yeah.
0: one Listen to that one Really do you really think? Really no complaints I don't know It's, I It didn't blow my mind
1: I like Charlie Bird a lot
0: Yeah I, I think he's fantastic But This I, I don't know This just didn't blow my mind
1: why? I mean, wait, wait—is this the live record or no? I'm trying to think—is uh, which one is this?
0: The it's it's the Brazilian Birds on the coverage, Him playing of oh with the
1: with the bird, right? Yeah, with the bird. <laughs> yeah, 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 okay, okay, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, okay, yeah, that one's uh, yeah, that one's good. I mean, the other stuff I've heard from him is better, but this one's still good. I think it was the first one I ever got from him too—the first record from Charlie Bird. Okay. I mean it's
0: he has again he's another guy that has so many fucking albums.
1: And he was a big session guy too, I think.
0: So it's just like most jazz musicians. Like take your pick, you know, it's like there's so many things here, so much stuff to unpack. But I have nothing against this. I would listen to this again. Yeah. But it didn't blow my mind.
1: Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. The The next one So what else you got?
0: Martin Denny's Quiet Village
1: yes this one kind of did blow my mind really i haven't listened to this one yet so this is i bought it but i haven't listened to it yet
0: this is far and away like easily my favorite i mean by far like when i see my favorite martin denny album i only have three others but this (laughs) is like easily takes like number one two and three spot this is this is his eighth album from
1: 1959 (laughs) <laughs>
0: I didn't realize like his eighth album came out in fifty-nine. And
1: That's that was crazy. like after three I think it was, he was only been around for like three or four years at that point. But it was his eighth album. Yeah. What's he put? What's, out, I think he put out like thirty records over like a twenty-five year span.
0: What's so great about this album is is I mean there's still a lot of like bird calls and stuff. And then actually one of the yeah, guys yeah. that does like the bird calls, he was he was like praised for his bird calling and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> On so this cool album, I guess. <laughs> I guess I think that's so stupid. I guess that it's cool because like who else ever would be ever be praised for their bird calling?
1: But it's like such a such a like a vibe for that style of music. Like it has to be
0: What makes this record so damn good is the percussion. And the percussion, you could take out everything and just strip it down to only just noises and the percussion could carry this album entirely. It, it it changes Is light. there a
1: lot of xylophone? No, not really.
0: I, I mean uh, there it's in there, but it's not not prominent? No. Mm-hmm. Dude, the percussion plays like right. so many different roles and, and they layer this record so damn well. It's you go on a trip. It's so weird. It's so bizarre that just these noises, these these banging noises can can make you feel so many different things. And then adding these bird calls in there, you almost don't notice that at some points because the percussion is just so damn good and so weird, and <laughs> it's off time at points, and it, it 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 kind of like veers off from the music and then finds itself and it just like wanders in and out. It, oh, it's so it's it's a fantastic album.
1: That's awesome. I'm I'm glad you like Martin Denny. now.
0: This is the only album I've heard thus far by Martin Denny that actually like blew my mind. That I was I was like, holy shit. <laughs> I put my phone I down. I just like I was like, I just gotta listen to this. Can do anything. It's great.
1: I'd like more. I haven't listened to this record yet, but everything I've heard from Martin Denny, I really, really enjoyed. He's my he's my Jasmine. So Okay. Ah, he's good. He's good, man. He's good. He can't deny it. He is good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: all you gotta say. No, uh, next two things from the same from the same boy, Irby Man with mm-hmm. a with a double N uh latin man 1965 album it was good but not as good but. as the other one i'm going to talk about so i'm going to skip over that one real quick so the mm-hmm. other one that i that i listened to is called village gate and it was a live album i think you told me to buy this one too i think because i have this one yeah we're at we're that all those and you like, you should get this is really good oh yeah, yeah yeah
1: okay i know what you're talking about yeah
0: yeah this is a live album from 61 this record kind of helped bring him to a more widespread audience, even though he had been like a band leader for many, many years prior to this. This mm-hmm. was kind of like his not like a breakthrough, but just he, he got more recognition from from the populace. This is recorded at a historic nightclub in New York that I never even I've never heard of the Village Gate. I've yeah, never heard never of that nightclub But I guess this, this place hosted Like a ton of legendary acts From like John Coltrane To Stan Getz Also to like comedy troupes That include like yeah, Young Chevy Chase And Jim Belushi Deborah Wilson used to play there In like a comedy Ooh. act Just like this place is This place is insane If you just read the list Of people that have played here Or, or, or performed here Or anything It's it's crazy But this Is album, still around? No it's, it's gone It's now a CVS I think
1: Oh wonderful
0: yeah, so that's great. That's great. Culture. Our boy Donald Trump's in, in bed with CVS CEO, and that's cool, though. <laughs> that's cool, though. Yeah, dude, this album is, is absolutely fantastic. I, I This whole, like, jazz day on Sunday was, was really cool, and I kind of curated it so I would start with, like, some Brazilian, Latin, bossa nova stuff, and then eventually work my way over to the States and, and kind of settle down with Stan Getz. So it was it was a good day. And this is the album that I actually started with was, was the Urban Man Village Gate. So okay, I went backwards, very nice, but very nice. Yeah, it was it was good. So y'all should check it out. Check it, check it, check it out. And the last couple things here, one is oh, my me. song of the week. I just put it on today, so I don't know if you had a chance to listen to it. But I did listen
1: to it, no, I, I did, don't worry.
0: I listened to the Beastie Boys' Hello Nasty. I bought that one like a week and a half ago, and I just haven't listened to it yet, and it's been sitting there, in my to listen bile and I don't know why I keep skipping through it because I get in these weird moods. So what? But I, I eventually listened to it. Hell and Nasty is their best album. It's damn no, it's good. Like, it's, did It's like it. It's fucking fantastic. The first half is 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 more hip hop oriented and rapping and everything else, and the second half is, is instrumentals with with heavy DJ stuff. And then it, I, I, it's, not, a great, dude, it's, it's a great. It's a great record. No, it's perfect.
1: It's better than great. It's great. It's great. It's their third best. Well, it is the third best. Come on, what was their second? You know to the five
0: boroughs. Oh, dude. Okay, then I'm gonna move on. <laughs>
1: <sighs> Why do you hate that record so much? I don't get it. Because it it's not no even in the me. top three. It's, it's better than Paul's Four? boutique. Oh,
0: it's dude. So f- you gotta, you gotta gotta be fresh. You gotta relax there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my song of the week, watched. my song of the week mm-hmm. comes yes. from Continue. comes from an album that you got me for five dollars yep which is
1: Quite crazy cheap where did you buy this one at program damn that is like crazy yeah. crazy cheap so it's I got it wait i got a program it was five dollars but discounted 30 percent, so it came out to be like 425 or something like that.
0: 425 <laughs> that's less that's yeah. less than the cost of a hot and ready like the cheap hot that's and ready true. too not even like the extra most bestest hot and ready oh my god yeah so this is this is Lil kim her album "Naked Truth." It's her fourth album, two thousand five. This is—I only have two now. I have her first, and then this one. This is not you as have good. Too many. No, that's not true. But there's there's just a lot of guests on this album, and there's a lot of different kind of styles blending into one. It's just a really fun record that at times is kind of like upbeat and, and poppy, and very different from that raunchy sort of in your face attitude that Lil Kim had in her first first album. But the Mm -hmm. more I listen to this to this to this lady, the more I just think like she is just the bee's knees. Like this is crazy. Like this is this is what Cardi B tries to be. Cardi B tries so hard (laughs) to be this 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 type of woman, and it's just, dude. Lil Kim runs circles around Cardi B. Circles. Damn. Cardi B's a child compared to Lil Kim.
1: I mean, yeah, definitely age-wise, yeah. Ghibli, anyway. She's much younger. She is oh, much younger than Little Kim.
0: Oh, so. um, technically speaking, hmm. hey man, yeah. you brought it up. So I, I picked the song called "Dirty" because, again, trying to curate like one song that I think you may like. I think you like the beat here. <laughs> it so was good. I don't know.
1: It <laughs> it's always tough. It was good. So here's a here's a little bit of "Dirty" from Little Kim. Go to the back.
2: she was who thinks I'm dirty I really couldn't give a shit but cause y'all buy my records
0: mm-hmm. them same one be talking about I'm dirty, be buying my shit and hide
2: while well, all I dress a them sit around and judge me all them a chant bound don't even budge me cause me know no, no Explanation. I convert it over to the Almighty One. When this bad girl come out, me just wanna in the mind, get them young. Kim stay hot. Pull up with my nigga in the 80 foot yacht. Men is hating no stop. Real recognize real. You studio gangsters kill me. I know my bets in the game got to feel me. Cause from the gate I <clears throat> down the door. Like Eddie Murphy I gave it to you Roar. Two piece bikini Fendi mink, dragging on the floor. Kim been the first lady since I dropped hardcore. A lot of these hoes living vicariously through me. Instead of doing them they rather do me. Watching them as like a broadway play sitting next to the queen is the closest they'll ever get to brooklyn why y'all frontin y'all know who the best be i'm the reason why the game's so sexy the originator the trend creator bitch you done now you have for respect me
1: Right, there's a little bit of Lil' Kim and her song, Dirty. A little bit? I do think... <laughs> what? You said a little bit of Lil' Kim. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even get that. Oh, I'm an idiot. Uh, yeah, yeah, there you go. There's Dirty from Lil' Kim. Why, and, you, why do you um, hate this? I don't hate it. I feel like the rapping part is the worst part of it, but everything else is really cool. It's really vibey and really really just cool, man.
0: This, this is it. not... The, they, this is the outlier almost on the album. This is the most like... Um. This beat reminded me of of something like Estelle would do. It's 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 a good beat. It is solid.
1: Yeah, it really is. And that Estelle record's really good too. Dude, I just I don't know, man. Something
0: about Lil Kim just. So then also it's this so is strange. this is a fun fact, right? There are only uh-huh. three female rappers ever to have at least three platinum albums. Lil Kim is one. Who mm-hmm. do you think the other two are? All Wait, time, we... all time female rappers. There's only three that have at least three platinum albums.
1: Are we talking about solo? Yeah, uh, I would say Lauren Hill would be the other one. Close, but no. Lauren Hill's not even in the top three. And wait, no, she only did one record, so I guess that makes sense. Uh, damn, dude, I don't even know.
0: They Missy Elliott.
1: Oh, okay, that makes sense. And
0: Nicki Minaj.
1: Okay, that makes sense then. Nicki Minaj is the best out of the three. You're
0: so stupid. <laughs> you are so. Fucking Nicki Minaj stupid. is the best, oh, then Missy Elliott, and then Lil Kim. of those three. like somebody stepped on your brain without stepping on your skull and mushed it up. I don't know how that's even possible.
1: <laughs> uh, but it could happen,
0: dude. I don't know, man. Lil, I think Lil Kim is is is. It's not bad. It's, it's really best. not
1: bad. It's the best. I, I wouldn't go that far. This is not but. as
0: this is not as best this is not as best. This is not as best as her hardcore album, but <laughs> this is still good. This is still this is more subdued, Lil' Kim. This is more relaxed, Lil' Kim. This is not as raunchy, this is not as as take advantage of men, Lil' Kim, that okay. we know and love from the so Hardcore. So this is worth
1: album. So this is worth four dollars and twenty five cents?
0: Oh dude, yes. Are you of Correct. course? If you ever see this out there for five bucks, would you buy it?
1: Oh, I'd get it. Yeah, five bucks. (laughs) Yeah, I think I would pretty much get any, any hip like modern hip hop, R and B, or anything like that, or pop music for five dollars. I would pick it up for sure, no matter what. Pick pick it up. Pick it up. Pick it up. Yeah, but you you never see it that low, and I was shocked when I came across this for five dollars. It's nuts, man. Little Kim, I just I don't understand your like. I can see like Missy Elliott. But little Kim, that is such an outlier. I just
0: I, I I love how how like opposite rap she is. I mean, I, I don't know like a lot rap. about rap, but rap is, is predominantly like male and it's yeah, very misogynistic, yeah. It's very yeah, misogynistic. Little Kim is is the opposite. She treats men like objects and she makes them do the same things in her lyrics that men do to women. And like I said, yeah. that's what Cardi B tries to do, but Cardi B relies on on shock value rather than substance.
1: Shock value vulgarity, yeah. More so than Little Kim for sure. Where,
0: I mean, although Lil Kim a lot of you know, she does have a lot of shock value to her, but damn, there's a lot of substance. And I think like I don't know, Little Kim will fuck anybody up. <laughs> I don't know, man. Do
1: you remember the VMAs when she, she wore that that like dress or something and one of her boobs was completely out? Oh, she just had the she just had the pasty on. Remember it, that?
0: It was it was a it was a like a the paw VMAs print. Were, it was a paw print.
1: Was it a paw print? Yeah. I thought it was like a purple flower or something.
0: I think it was a paw print, like a little. And then <laughs> and then
1: and then she was taking a picture with Diana Ross, and Diana Ross grabbed her boob and just started like jiggling it really hard. Do you remember that? Yeah. And it was like that huge controversy. It was like 1999. There or was 2000 it
0: was it was uh oh dude. There's somebody else too in that in that thr- that trifecta. Well, who was it? I can't
1: remember. Maybe Christina Aguilera because they did that Moulin Rouge song together. Oh, let, me, let me Google it. But I know, I know, it was Diana Ross who grabbed her boob and just started like fucking going for it.
0: Oh, Mary J. <laughs> Blige, that's who it was.
1: Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, damn, Dude, that's that what crazy. I'm saying,
0: man. Like little, can't, like like Cardi B uses uses a lot of vulgarity in her raps and, and, and a lot of shock value, and people praise her like that new song WAP. People said like that's a very that's an empowering song for women and, and but like what about Lil Kim? Like there would be no Cardi B without Lil Kim. Lil Kim is is exponentially better than a Cardi B because she's just better. I mean I, 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 I will Lil agree with better. you
1: that there there might not be a Cardi B without without Lil Kim. I'll agree with you on that, but I don't know, man. I just don't, I can't get dude, that into if, Lil if Kim. if you
0: if you if, if the next words out of your mouth are going to be I think Cardi B's better, <laughs> Ooh, or I like Cardi B more. Then just don't say anything and move on to your picks. I'm just gonna get irritated. I'm just gonna get annoyed. <laughs> well, I wasn't gonna say that. You were probably gonna say that. I wasn't but you gonna say, say stupid that. shit. I wasn't gonna say that fucking time. That's all you do. I wasn't gonna say it. Out of your mouth that. is stupid stuff. You literally <laughs> say the word stupid stuff. Like whenever you have a stupid thought, you just say stupid stuff, and that's everybody. Everybody. <laughs> I knows. preface
1: everything with stupid stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> that, that would be easier that's what you should just do from now <laughs> on is just say the word stupid stuff that way I can just like oh okay here we go It's a good idea it would so just prepare everybody for for. Like,
1: oh. there you go for your just stupid prepares stuff. everybody for for stupid stuff oh man well that was stupid <sighs> okay so are, are we good with little Kim
0: yeah no I'm good
1: okay let's talk about Cardi B now um, anyway no never mind I don't know I, I, I could have.
0: bought a Cardi B vinyls.
1: There is a Cardi B vinyl at uh, White Rabbit, but it's like thirty five dollars. If it was like ten bucks, I'd pick it up. I would, but not I wouldn't think pick of a up Cardi Loken. B
0: record for a dollar.
1: Oh, that, dude, fuck that! You I totally would, not, would. I would not. Bullshit! I, You're dude, so I, dumb. I, I promise so you, dumb. I would
0: not. I would not. And then I would text you a picture of it and be like, "Do you want this?" And then I would purposely like, <laughs> and then I like, purposely ignore <laughs> your text and then be like, "Oh, sorry, I left already." <laughs>
1: <laughs> you would do that. oh no that is stupid stuff right there okay let's move on to uh to what i what i got this week or what i listened to this week at least uh i i'm very backlogged i have a lot i have over 100 records that i haven't listened to yet just so much stuff so i tried to listen as much as i could new stuff i tried to listen to as much new stuff as i could uh the first one here is uh stan getz and charlie bird the record jazz samba um this is very very good it's very what you'd expect it's that Brazilian tinge to like, like American jazz. It's very, very good. I think, th- I think it's fantastic. So that's like, I his, really have nothing. I think to that's say like his, that.
0: his first venture into the bossa Nova scene was, was the jazz sound. Was that one? And then he did another okay. one. And then the one after the next one was when he did the gets Gilberto.
1: Yeah. That one is really good too. I think that one, that one, the gets Gilberto is better than this gets and bird one, but this one's not bad at all. It's very, very good. But if you if you ever come across, I think I got this one for maybe five dollars. Oh, I less.
0: I picked that one up for you. That's fine. Oh, is this
1: though. one that you got for me? That's not a big deal. But it was like five dollars. Yeah, right? it was, g-
0: give credit where credit is due. That's fine. though. you're plagiarizing everything.
1: I'm not plagiarizing anything. I gave I just gave you credit because I thought it was me. But then you told me it wasn't <laughs> me. So I just I just I stand corrected. So I'm not trying to take any sort of credit.
0: Stupid stuff. <laughs> you're <laughs> such an idiot. <laughs>
1: Okay, so I've also been on this, like, this, I, my moods have been weird this week, so it's either I really, I listen to really heavy stuff, like hardcore music, or I listen to jazz music, like, there's been really no in-between for me this week, so this one, I've been really on this John Coltrane kick, and I've just been listening to a ton of his music on Spotify, really, because I only have two of his, now I only have two of his records, and one of them I got this week was called Blue Train, this is his this is his second record, if I'm not mistaken, this is during his like heroin years, his drug years before he kind of sobered up and um yeah, I mean, I got this off Amazon for like i think it was like fourteen or fifteen dollars. It's a blue variant um and i i, I mean it sounds great it's what i would have expected from Coltrane. It's a little bit more uh This this record, because I have this record, and then I have, uh, what's the one I have from the Atlantic years, the Olay? Olay! Olay of Olay, yeah. And this one is much more, like, frantic and much faster than the stuff that he was doing on Olay. Like, at that point, he was trying to, like, he was, like, transitioning into, like, kind of like a a Brazilian kind of thing like that. But here he was just, like, just, everybody in the group were just, like, kind of going crazy on this record. I thought it was really, really good. It's fantastic.
0: This was like the, like the hard bop sound, right?
1: Is that what is that what it's called?
0: Yeah, I think like that that sound is is hard bop. Whatever okay. the fuck bop is, wherever that came from, I don't know. But
1: <laughs> I don't know either. Probably there's so much bop, to though. learn. There's so well. Maybe, what the, what is bebop then? <laughs> I don't know. You see, there's so much. So much I don't know about jazz music that I'm trying to, <laughs> trying to learn as fast as I can.:
0: We spent our entire lives just listening to music, and then now we're starting over again in jazz.
1: That's what it feels like. I feel like such a dumbass.
0: Yeah, but the only difference is you, you, we do feel dumb with jazz, because <laughs> I know like people that like jazz a lot will make you feel dumb.
1: Exactly. And I, like I'm, I'm having a hard time like understanding parts of the actual composition of the music. Like, there's a lot of weird stuff, a lot of weird stuff, which I knew there was, but now that I'm concentrating on it, I it's it's weird.
0: You know what's just weird? I just thought right now, totally off topic, but kind of on topic, was Rocksteady and Bebop.
1: From, oh, from Ninja Turtles?
0: Yeah, they're both named after kind of like a sub-genre of a bigger genre. Like Rocksteady yeah. being like like in between kind of like reggae and ska and, and Bebop being like a sub-genre of jazz, I think. I wonder if there's any merit to that or if that's there's got to be something there.
1: I'm sure there is. It had to have been intentional. There has to be some connection. But Damn. who knows? We'll look that up. We'll we'll look it up and we'll let everyone know <laughs> with our what our final thoughts are on that. But anyway, uh I have a couple more Coltrane or I have one Coltrane record coming in the mail along with some other jazz that I got which I'm excited about because I'm a jazzman now. And that's pretty much all I'm probably going to be listening to over the next month or so. Um, another one I have I listened to this week. Uh, I've totally forgot I even had it. It's from the original big pile of stuff that we bought when we first started collecting that you got, and then we were divided amongst ourselves. And it's the uh, the Frank Sinatra with Antonio Carlos Obim. It's that record. It's the self titled record. Uh, Came out I think it was like '57 if I'm not mistaken. Uh, This is the only one they ever did together. They they actually went to the studio to go record a second record, but it never ended up being released it was all recorded but never released because sinatra didn't like the way it sounded so he pretty much canned it but this record oh my god dude it's so good like besides the first song which is girl from ipanema which i don't really like after that song after that song man this it fucking it's killer i mean frank sinatra it's just dude he deserves every bit of credit that he has because the guy can fucking sing he's an absolutely absolutely amazing singer and just the the backing band they had on this record mixed with uh Hobeam too, it's just everything blended so well and it was perfectly balanced. It was it was great. It was fantastic. So if you ever come across it, Jeff, well, you should get it.
0: I did come across it <laughs> and you stole it from me.
1: I did steal it from you, yes.
0: I have another one with with uh, it's not it's not like that, but it's it is it's called Sinatra and Company. Mm-hmm. And the first half of the album is like um it's more of like the i don't know the like the the Brazilian bossa Nova sound, and the second half is more Sinatra, so it's split up and it's not really meshed together as well as i as assume this one is but yeah i've been I've been looking for this one I've been actively looking for this one that you have, and I haven't seen it yet.
1: Have you s- checked discogs or anything
0: No. I don't. no no no.
1: no. One of the records I got coming, one of the jazz records I have coming, I've just I want so bad on vinyl that it, I haven't seen it in the wild over like the last month. So I just said, "Fuck it, I'll buy it off Discogs." It was pretty cheap. But Which one was it? It was the Moonlight in Vermont, the Johnny oh, Smith that's right. Quarte- Quintet about with for a while. Yeah, with Stan Getz. So I, I just bought it on Discogs. It was like eight dollars. But anyway, I'll talk about that next week. So yeah, go check out the this Sinatra and Hobie album, but. On the record, he Frank Sinatra is listed as Francis Albert Sinatra. So it's Francis his full name. Albert Sinatra. Which is kind of cool. But it would have been really cool if they made more music together and actually released it.
0: His name's Francis Albert Sinatra.
1: What's funny about that?
0: It's not a cool name. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me?
1: <laughs> hey, ladies and gentlemen,
0: Francis Albert Francis. Sinatra. Like, ew. Yeah. Who's this child? Doesn't have that same kick. But Frank yeah. Sinatra? That, that, come on. That's a sound of like a president mixed with a pro baseball player mixed with a mobster mixed with the king of the world. That's that. That's the type of the name hmm. that Frank Sinatra has.
1: I guess that makes sense. Yeah, and two of those things were kind of what he was. But
0: yeah, king of the world and professional baseball Mafia. player. Yes.
1: <laughs> all right, okay. Okay. So that that's it for the jazz. The rest is all rock from here on out. Because like I said, I've been in a heavy mood and that's what I've been listening to a lot of lately. Uh, the first one, not so heavy, but still really good. Bouncing Souls, The Maniacal Laughter. Jeff and I both picked this up when he was out here. Uh, was that two weeks ago? Last week? Two weeks ago. Week and, yeah. and a half ago. Week and a half ago. I poured a sound, picked it up too. I'm, I've, everything you said, I totally agree with. It sounds fantastic.
0: Does it sound better than you thought it was going to sound to?
1: Much better. Much better. It was more like... A, had more depth like i i i whenever i listen to it on like spotify it seems very kind of just not flat but just kind of there like it's just very loud but on this it sounded like it had more dy- more dynamics so i it was good it was really fucking good i wonder if that so has anything do
0: to do with like the fact that it was played at 45 rather than 33 maybe i don't know we're still new to this so that is a little weird that you played this one at 45 i don't know I thought, yeah, you're right. It sounded good. Go ahead.
1: The only thing I could think of as the reason why it's 45 is because it's such a short record. Because it's only like 20 minutes long, so maybe that's why it's played at a 45 rather than 33.
0: Get like more, more bang for your buck, get your money's worth. I guess.
1: Yeah, that's the only. That's the only thing I could think of.
0: I've always, I've always been under the impression that, like, like, ride the lightning when Metallica was on Megaforce before they went to Electra This is like Mm -hmm. my go-to example that there is a, a vinyls out there that it's a double disc full ride the lightning. It's on 45 or it spins at 45, but it's a regular 12 inch. And when you spin it at 45, because it spins faster, you, you get more, more dynamic in, in there because there's more grooves than if you go slower. So you can put Mm. more sound in there. It's not compressed. It's everything's elongated. And Maybe. so I've always thought I don't know. I, I I'm pretty sure because you can hear it. Like I have Master of Puppets on on vinyl, and that's like a fifty five minute record that's on one disc. Yes. Which that doesn't even make any sense when you think like historically what side A and side B should only hold twenty to twenty five minutes. So you True. think like they're obviously compressing things down onto one disc. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, st- I'm still, you know, I'm still diving. I'm still did, on the shallow but, end here. But
1: that that theory does make sense with ride the lightning being a 45 and it being two discs and it having more of a d- more sound dynamics than played at 33. I mean, that that totally makes sense. And maybe that's why this Bouncy Souls record is like that. One of the reasons. That's or it uh, sounds like it does.
0: I, I don't know. It, it's it's got to be the reason, and that's what I'm leaning into is. Yeah, I don't know. Go ahead, continue okay,
1: the joke. No, I, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. Uh, the other one I got, I was surprised to find this one. I got it at Port of Sound. It was actually in their bargain bin, which I don't go through that often. And uh, and it wasn't very like deep in there, but it was uh, refused. It was their Servants of Death EP. So there's, I think there's two or three studio songs, and then the second half are uh, is uh, just live songs. And it's, I think it's like seven songs altogether. And it was only like six dollars. So it was quite a deal, and it was a record store day release, like in twenty seventeen. So, yeah, it was quite the quite the find, and I'm really happy I got it. And it sounds really good, especially the live the live renditions of some of their older music. It sounds totally great. It sounds totally great. So I'm glad I found it because I've seen it at other record stores for like sixteen to twenty dollars. So getting it for six was quite the deal. I mean, I'm so very happy with that.
0: I would never buy this, but. To think that a record store day exclusive from a band that you like was only like six or seven dollars. Like, that's right, dude. That is such a good deal. That's, that's so is. killer. That's
1: such a cool find, even for an EP. I mean, that's <laughs> that's very cheap for even an EP.
0: Like, anything by your favorite band for five or six dollars. It's like, well, then I not my
1: favorite band.
0: That's your favorite band. Your favorite band is refused, <laughs> followed by I do like apparently them fucking Cardi B. Well,
1: of course, yeah. Well, actually, no, It goes. it's Cardi B and then Refused. Honestly, and I then, don't
0: doubt it. I don't at this <laughs> point.
1: Well, you may be right. You may be right. Uh, the next two here I got are actually from my favorite band, the greatest band of all time, and that's Boy. Korn. I got uh, I got the album Issues and I got the album The Nothing, their newest record, and I went to go play Issues and I was playing them and, and the first song came on. I'm like, okay, this sounds kind of weird. It sounds kind of far away. And then it went into the Falling Away From Me, that, that song. And, and then it was really muffled and I started to get really mad. And then I thought, okay, maybe it's just the side. So then I switched it over to the other side. And it was even worse. It was like skipping and popping. It was just it sounded so bad. So I was really mad. I was texting you. I said, this fucking record, is, it's fucked up. And I was just really upset. And then I put it away and then I put on the nothing and it was the same thing. And then I was like, okay, so it must be the record player. So then I looked at the my little stylus and there's fucking this giant piece of fuzz just sitting there on the stylus. Just huge. And I just and then I just I dabbed it on a on that, that microfiber towel, I just dabbed it real quick. All the fuzz came off. I put the issues I put issues back on and the nothing back on it played like butter. <laughs> Perfect. So here's Perfect.
0: here here's how Tyler like lives his life is, is he cleans <laughs> he cleans nothing. And that's bullshit. And no, that's bullshit. That's not bullshit. And I you, brush. I brush you, my records every that, that's, time. That's a static brush. That's not for like deep cleaning. That's a static brush to get rid of static. Mm-hmm. So he comes to my house, and I have to like forcibly give him microfiber cloth so he can actually wipe down his records. And then I I make my own solution now for for cleaning vinyls. And I have a little extra little bottle that I, I filled up for him, which he probably has not used once. I, have not, I haven't
1: had a, oh, yet, no. had a chance to use it Oh, he hasn't had a
0: chance to use it. He's been so busy <laughs> sitting there in his room <laughs> staring at the wall. He has not had a chance to use it yet. Okay, perfect. And then I've been telling him over oh. and over and over that all you need to buy to clean like your stylus is the little, little gel drum pads. They're like mm-hmm. 5 or $6 on Amazon. And all you gotta do is buy those. They come in a little circle container, like an inch wide, half an inch tall, and then you just yeah. you dab your stylus. And then the first time you use it, you pull it off, and you see all of the dirt that you just cleaned off of it. But he still has refused to do any of this stuff. I have,
1: I've,
0: I forget. So sometimes. tell me, tell me, tell me how you had no time to do any of this stuff. Go ahead.
1: Well, I just told you I didn't have time. I had stuff to take care, and I just didn't have time. So, and I I also forgot to buy the the little gel pads. I know. But I'll do it. Don't worry. How how often do you actually clean your records?
0: I do it probably like once maybe twice a week depending if I have like a, a really a lot of days where I listen to a lot of records, but for sure once a week. Usually on Sunday so, before I before I start.
1: But what so you just do like every record?
0: No, I just dab it once.
1: No, 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 not the stylus. I mean like cleaning the record.
0: Oh, the records. So I I mean the, the static brush every record no matter what every time. Yeah. I do that. As far as like cleaning the records with the solution, cause I I lay one microfiber cloth down on the table because it's about 12 inches wide, so it fits the record perfectly, and then I clean it. That's only if I buy them from the thrift store. I'll 100% for sure clean them that way if I buy them from the thrift store or any place I don't fully trust. Like although I don't do mm-hmm. it there because I know he cleans them because we talk about it, and he tells me about it. If I buy them new, I don't clean them like that, or if I buy them from like the lots that we that we get from like Offer Up or Craigslist or whatever, those lots. Depending on the record, like if if I really like this record, for instance, those Kiss records that I was like, you know what? I really want to see what the fuss is about for Kiss. I'm going to clean it. So those I clean. But if I get some record that I just don't really care about and I'm just putting it on because whatever, sounds bad. But some of the Edie Gourmet stuff, like I have so much Edie Gourmet that I just, I don't care if it doesn't work. so I'm not going to spend the time because I have so much of it and she made so much of it. So those one I won't clean, but if I like it and it skips or whatever, then I'll clean it and then put it on again. But not not every record, no.
1: Okay. A lot I of understand. But. It makes sense because, I mean, doing it for every record would be silly, especially for new records. Dude,
0: people it do sense? it, man. People in, in our vinyl group on Facebook, people claim to do that to every single record before it touches their needle. And I will say... That if I was, if I was one of those audiophiles that spent three hundred dollars on a on a stylus and then six hundred on a turntable, and then eight hundred on speakers, I may feel differently. But yeah. because my entire setup cost me less than two hundred bucks, because I got my turntable for free, <laughs> so I'm not. Eh.
1: Yeah. No, I understand that. Meh. It's not really worth it. It seems it just seems unnecessary and kind of silly. I'm just, here,
0: I'm just here to have a good time, not get crazy.
1: Exactly. I'm here to exactly. get
0: buzzed, but not drunk.
1: So yeah, I listened to Issues and The le- the Nothing from Korn. Uh, the other one I got was from a batch that you had been collecting for me, and that was Ride the Lightning from Metallica. Finally listened to that. And this this record is just like... A, it's It's one I always kind of forget about, even though I love it, but I kind of forget how great it is until I put it on, and it just blows me away. Like, the... The production of it isn't that great, but the songwriting and the songs in general are just fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. I this, love Red the Lightning.
0: That's a single single disc, right?
1: Yeah, it's a single
0: disc. I mean, do you notice any, does it sound any different than it would if it was on like a double?
1: See, like my, my issue with this record has always been like how everything kind of sounds, m- not, I don't want to say muffled, like even like on the CDs, every version I've heard of this album always sounds like different. Sounds off from everything else they put out. So I, I can't really tell on this record, but I know my Master of Puppets is only one one LP, and that record sounds a little flat compared to if I were to put on even my Kill 'Em All, which is also one LP. But my Master of Puppets sounds more flat than than Kill 'Em All, which sounds which is so weird. But yeah, it just. I think you're. I think you're right with, with the forty fives holding more, and then also with the double LPs, the audio, the hundred eighty gram audio file stuff. I think that's that's true. I think it's real, for the most part.
0: Just like the way the, the way the dude at Aldo explained it, his name's Desi. The way he he explained it is just. I'm not even gonna do it because I'm already feeling like the eleven percent coming in here, and if I feel like I try to <laughs> explain it, it's gonna sound so stupid. <laughs> so i take that back, <laughs> take back. I'm not gonna not gonna try to explain that one like the okay. more like the wheel turned in my head like a little hamster on the wheel it just it's not gonna come out the way i think it's gonna come out
1: it would spiral out of control that's what correct yes okay all right well then then i'll move on from ride the lightning for now i'm almost done here only got a couple records left uh the, this one was also from that same that same bin uh, Transplants, their their debut record, their self titled record, uh, I would say their best record. This one, um, this one was very loud. It was very good, and man, I haven't listened to this. I probably haven't listened to this record since we did this record years ago on the pod. It's been a long time since I listened to it in, in its entirety, and it's just banger after banger, except for the one song, the um, the drugs will everything around me. What? That's the only one that I just. That's my it's, favorite it's, song. It's on too the album. cheesy, man. It's too cheesy.
0: It's but, but it, it it's such a cool like like shout out homage to like Wu Tang and it's it, dude it's fantastic. Yeah. It's so fun and it's no, and that I get that twang it. that's such like a like a gangster rap twang from the '90s. Oh,
1: mm. I get it. I know I totally understand it, but in the context of that record and everything else, it just doesn't really shine like the rest does. But it's a fantastic record. Quick Death with Davey Havoc, Romper Stomper, the Romper Stomper, the opener, um, Tall Hands in the Air. So I'm happy I have, I have the the only two good Transplants records on vinyl because in Warzone they, they have three. Oh, their second record was awful. It sucks.
0: Will but you buy it if you see in the wild though? No,
1: I would never buy it. I, it's it's a shit
0: record. Not even five it's, bucks. Uh,
1: mm, maybe like two dollars. <laughs> maybe two dollars. <laughs> that
0: means you buy it for five. You buy? It no, five. I wouldn't buy
1: it for. I uh, had two dollars. That record sucks, man. I'm I'm, not kidding, it sucks. <laughs> uh, so these last two here, I do I I, I went crazy because there are no strict no restrictions on the pod, and I went with two songs of the week. And the first one came from the band Valiant Thor. When you and I were at Port of Sound, <laughs> they had a. Uh, what are you laughing about? <laughs> He's like Port of Sound. <laughs> I, I did. I I said Pot of Sound for. I said Pot first. I just hoping you didn't catch it. <laughs> but they had a they had a, a record on display up on the wall a Valiant Thor record the Mortalizer record the fourth album from 2008 original from that that year uh still sealed everything for like 24 dollars and i this is my this is my second favorite record from them i love it there's so many fucking bangers on it and so i picked it up and damn dude it's so good it's a double lp it's a color variant i can't remember what color it is right now oh it's like blue. blue it's blue yeah. yeah it's like a translucent blue and um dude it sounds dude i love this record every song is a banger on here and it's it kind of has that goofiness of their the the second record the
0: total universe man
1: total universe man yeah kind of has that goofiness um but man, dude, it's it's quite the quite the banger so my first pick comes from this and it's called red flag this is my favorite one off here but it's hard to even claim a favorite so here's a, here's red flag from valiant thor Song "Red Flag" from Valiant Thor off their album "Immortalizer." What do you think of that?
0: It sounds like Valiant Thor, but, but. Uh, like, why is that a bad thing? That's fantastic. Oh, I do Valiant, Valiant Thor is great. Like, they're it's one of those bands. They are one of those bands that that can really kill a lot of different styles, like the hard rock style, the southern rock, the blues rock. They can do pretty much everything. As well as put on a phenomenal performance, yeah, and bah. it's tough. Like it's it's tough to find a band that's consistently good to great. Yeah.
1: yeah, they're very underrated. Like it's a real shame that they've never really, you know, gotten big or gotten more popular. Because they, man, they totally deserve it. They put out some absolute bangers.
0: They really do. And like even I forgot about them until you bought it at of Sound. Like I just I thought like, holy shit, like. Maybe I should start looking out for Total Universe, man. That would be a really cool thing to have on vinyl.
1: It would be great.
0: Because it was a if fantastic you have,
1: album. You should pick up this record too. I I mean this one is really good. It's so many bangers on it. Uh, I would love to do this record. And the, the album work is really cool too. It was done by the singer Valiant himself. One of his paintings. It's it's such a dumb album cover. But I love it. I, I just I love this record in general. It's fantastic. So that's that's one thing I picked up and that's my, one of my songs of the week. And the other one, like I said, I've been like in this hardcore mood. Sorry, I burped. Uh, I have been in this like hardcore mood this week, and I've listened to a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff I'd never heard of, like local hardcore stuff from like that, like when we were in high school and everything, stuff I'd never heard of, which was really fun and really cool. And then I remembered, Oh, Davey Havoc and Jade from AFI had that hardcore record that they put out in 2014 called Extremist, that was the name of the band. They even toured on it, which is even weirder. But yeah, it's it's a really good record and I, I listened to it and I forgot how much I really liked it. And then I when I got home I looked it up and it was like twenty four dollars plus like three dollars shipping on Discogs. So I just bought it and I got it like four days later or three days later. So super fast. And on on Discogs it didn't say anything. It just said, you know, it's in very it's like it's brand new and it's still sealed, this and that. So I get it, and it says, and then on the on the shrink wrap, the sealed shrink wrap, it says, "Oh, there's a CD included. It's the special white white variant, and it's signed. And hmm. sure enough, it was fucking signed right there on the underneath the shrink wrap. It was signed, and dude, I played it, and it's so good. It's so it's just like fun, straight edge, hardcore, heavy goodness. I don't know. What do you think? Oh, I, that is Should one I thing.
0: That, oh, okay, go ahead. Play it.
1: Should I play it first? What play
0: play it first. Whatever. It's good. It was okay. Good so he, good.
1: here's the song uh, "Swallow Your God" from Extremist. I never will. Okay, yeah, there's Extremist and the song Swallow Your God from their only record, self-titled record. So what are your thoughts on this one?
0: So if I knew nothing about this, I would think this is a shitty attempt at doing like hardcore music from this era (laughs) because it does kind of sound like that. Like nothing about this is really standout-ish, but knowing who it is, knowing kind of this is a... This is kind of like a joke, right? Mm-hmm. This is just fun. In a way, yeah. This is in jest. This is this is paying homage, but at the same time making fun of the genre. I think this is great. I think this is yes. fantastic.
1: And considering when it was made, it was made in 2014, which is like way past like when All Strange Hardcore was popular. Like it's way, way past that. So it's kind of cool and I don't know. I I think it's really fun and... The only drawback, the only thing I don't really like about this record is that all the drums were programmed. There's nothing real there, which is kind of a shame. Like, I wish they would have hired a session drummer or something to play the drums on it because it kind of shows at certain points that it you can kind of hear that it's programmed, which sucks, but whatever. It's still pretty fun. It's still pretty good, and I like it a lot, and I've listened to it several times this week, so (laughs) I don't care.
0: I don't, oh, care. don't care, and plus the white vinyl looks really good. So
1: oh, it looks fantastic. And if you haven't seen it, go check out our Instagram because I posted it on our Instagram, and it looks great. And you can see the little autograph on uh, on the upper right corner of the record.
0: Dude, white white vinyl looks looks so good.
1: It really does. Have you even cracked
0: I, open your neighborhoods yet?
1: I haven't listened to it yet. I mean, I, I looked at it when I was at your house, but I haven't. I haven't looks put it on. So good. You know I am going to put it on tonight. I'll put it on when we're done pottying. Be the first thing I listen to. That's right, the, thank you. Right, thank I you I for for giving me that suggestion. I don't
0: like tell you to do it, but okay, if you to. But it
1: was a good suggestion.
0: If you want to waste 70 minutes of your life or whatever. Dude, get out the outdoors, fuck out of here. It's an amazing okay. record. Right.
1: It's an amazing record. Anyway, so th- that's my song of the week. It comes from Valiant Thor and Extremist. Get into that. Jeff by both of those records cuz they're both really good. Especially Immortalizer. Go buy it. Now, that's all I got for the vinyls. You got anything else? No. Okay, we're done with our vinyl stuffs. We're done. Finally. 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 Fucking, finally. God, finally. Fucking finally. So now we can move into some uh, new music and other happenings in the music world. Uh, I'll just get this out of the way because it's the only like, non-new music. But Goldfinger, uh, they have said that, or John Feldman has said that they're going to be releasing a new album on December 4th called Never Look Back. But they haven't released any singles from it, so uh, we'll talk about that next week. Because pre-orders
0: up for vinyls,
1: pre-orders are up, and we did not pre-order it because I know
0: <sighs> it's this a is shame. no way. I, <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm I can't not do ta- it. I'm not taking that gamble.
1: No, not at all. Not not worth that gamble. Uh, I can't take that ride, as survival insurance would say. <laughs> um, <laughs> Anyway, I'm so old, <laughs> I know, right? What a stupid, obscure <laughs> reference that so little people would actually know. Um, <laughs> great commercials, though. Anyway, some new album releases and EPs that came Why out are you this clapping? week. I don't know because I like clapping. I'm a clapper. Uh, Refused. They put out a new EP called "The Malignant Fire," and uh, you didn't you didn't listen to any of the the new album releases, right?
0: Uh, I take no. it. No. Okay.
1: So the malignant fire, if you're if you kind of like what they've been doing since they got back together, you you'll probably like it, or if, what you liked on their last record. If you like their last record, you're gonna like this. It's a direct extension of that. What so if like
0: none of their records?
1: Then you probably won't like it. But okay. but they do <laughs> a lot of the soundtrack for that cyberpunk game that's coming out. They're like the house band for that that game, and the stuff that they've released from the game you've really liked. Uh, the next one here. Silverstein put out a uh, a new one called Redux Two. I haven't listened to it. I'm not really a Silverstein man. I thought you might have because you were a Silverstein man, but apparently that that didn't happen.
0: Is it called Redux or, or, or Redux Redu? Two?
1: Redo? Redo? Is it no? It's Redux. Redo? I don't, it? I don't know. know. I don't know. Okay. This is pod reading. This is something different. I don't that know. That is true. Uh, another one. One of Jeff's favorite bands, I am the Avalanche, put out a, put out a new record called Dive. But even though it's his favorite band He hasn't listened to it yet Because he's because late. I There's ordered the vinyl
0: and, and it has not shipped to me yet So like, why would I listen to it on Spotify's When I can listen to it on vinyls If and when it ever ships to me
1: I mean I listened to it On the Spotify's
0: But you didn't buy it on the vinyls I
1: didn't but I listened to it on the Spotify's And I thought it was really good I really enjoyed it I it's, wanted... it's everything you want from this band
0: oh. It's
1: everything you want it's, it's good It's a really solid record but I'm each, excited each, for you to listen to it.
0: Each three of their records have been so different from each other.
1: This one doesn't. It's it's much better than the Wolverine or Wolverine, whatever that record was. It's much better than that. So, it's not as good as their first two, but I've only listened to it once. So, that's uh, where that, that's where just, I stand. Dude,
0: I'm dying! Like I'm dying to listen to this. Just listen to
1: it. Just listen to it. It's. I good.
0: can't. Just I want my first. Full comprehensive listen to be on the vinyl.
1: Oh my god! I just, I, Is yours a variant?
0: Yeah, it's I the first hate. pressing too. It's one of the it's one of the gold uh, splatters on the Coke bottle clears.
1: Ooh, that's cool. So you're excited for it?
0: I'm, I'm so excited.
1: <laughs> Did they for sure say that it was going to be released around the time of the actual release date of the record? Not. On a the website,
0: away. on the website it says the second pressing will more than likely be shipped after the release, mm-hmm. but I have the first pressing, and that's and why I, I emailed it. them days ago, saying like, "Hey, you know, I'm a little nervous." So, I don't know. I
1: don't know. I don't know. You'll, you'll listen to it when you listen to it, I guess, for what that well, means. It means nothing. Yeah,
0: that, what you just said was it equal to It means enough, nothing. It is what it is. Yeah,
1: that's I know. I Right <laughs> when it came out of my mouth, I, I instantly regretted what I said. Yeah, I know. It means nothing. Oh, God, I'm an idiot.
0: Oh, it is what it is, So
1: oh, yeah. I found uh, the science. The band The Network, otherwise known as Green Day, they put out a, an EP called Trans Am. It sucked. It was so boring not i mean the original network the network album was not very good either but this it's just so boring like what are they doing why would they do this <laughs> i just don't get it i just i'm not a networkman but i'm not even really a green Day man anymore because their last record was that so is, bad
0: that is true i don't think you've been a green Day man since like warning
1: <laughs> yeah no you're you're totally no since uh shenanigans get it right L- get it right not. or pay the price
0: Okay, so okay. First of all, salute your shorts. <laughs> Shenanigans wasn't an album; it was it was more of, of a uh, live an and album. rare of of Rage Against the Machine lore. But, it's not a it's not a live but,
1: and rare because there are no live tracks.
0: But not curated the way the way live and rare was. So.
1: Live and rare. Wait, you said that weird.
0: I I, I, th- I think it's like Rive and rare. Right. <laughs> live and rare was
1: anyway. The network they uh yeah it's Green Day it's Green Day and you don't know if you don't know about this whole the network and foxborough hot tubs and gunpowder 76 or whatever and all yeah, got, yeah just whatever. go look it up you might like some of it but this one sucked okay so some new music that some new songs that have been put out uh smashing pumpkins have released two more songs from the new records uh sear i think that's how you pronounce it so now they have they've pretty much they've released the first half of the album so half the album's out, and the rest of it comes out this Friday on the 27th, the day after America celebrates Thanksgiving. And, uh, the, but the two new songs are Purple Blood and Dulcet in E, so go check it out if you're interested. Jeff didn't listen to it. I'm not going to talk about it until the whole record comes out. Postal Service put out two live songs, one for The District Sleeps Alone Tonight, and the other one is for Natural Anthem. What did you think of these? Did you listen to them? Yeah. Mm, nothing?
0: I mean, I don't know. It's not like this is uh, this is electronic music with with live vocals. Yeah. The district sleeps alone tonight. seemed to be a little bit slower than normal. And. It's weird. But like, dude, that tune is that tune is unmatched. That tune is so good. The melody. In the district sleeps alone tonight. When he starts to sing, like it seems so out of context. context. In oh, this goddamn market, like it, God, oh, it's so good. <laughs> it's, like it gets me, it gets me in the feels every fucking time.
1: This entire record is <laughs> just so, it's so perfect and so iconic.
0: You, like you forget about how good it is until you're like fifteen minutes deep, and you realize, holy shit, I haven't like breathed in fifteen <laughs> minutes. It is it's such so an good. unbelievable record.
1: Yeah, it really, really is.
0: So yeah, needless to say, I I did. I had a fantastic time listening to these two tracks.
1: <laughs> I feel like the natural anthem, though the, this live version, really extended that intro, much yeah. longer than it was. It was a lot.
0: Else. I mean, I don't know. It was a lot heavier. It was a lot louder, just because it was live. So they're leading into the, to the bass aspect more into the heavier stuff. Yeah. Yeah, oh, it was good though.
1: It was good. It was good. Uh, the the next one here, less than Jake, they put out. Actually, you know what? Let's go back to Smashing Pumpkins. Did you listen to those two songs? I did. You did? What mm-hmm. did you think? I thought Purple Blood was... Can you hear that? Yeah, I can hear that. that was fucking loud. So <laughs> I it's like thought. you're turning on a shower or something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I thought Purple Blood was fantastic. <laughs> I, I thought can't. that was really good. I thought Dul, is it, Dulce... I think, I'm going to say Dulce. Dulce. Yeah, Dulce. Yeah. His voice kind of annoyed me. Okay, okay. His voice kind of annoyed me. And then going back to back from Purple Blood to Dulce, like his voice got pretty annoying.
1: Okay, I mean, at least you liked one of them. I mean, I'm I'm slowly but surely converting you into a Pumpkinsman. Like, it's happening. Because you already bought uh, Melancholy, <laughs> the, the box set Melancholy. I know you did. Yeah, like, you're, not you're not never telling me. You're not telling me, but never. I know you did. It was added to your collection on Discogs. I know you bought it. Yeah, that's
0: a mistake.
1: Well, well, we'll we'll be doing a Pumpkins record very soon, so stay tuned for that one. Okay, so let's move on from Pumpkins. So Less Than Jake put out a new one called Anytime and Anywhere, and, uh, I mean, this is another Less Than Jake record, or song that sounds like them. It's nothing more, nothing less,
0: right? But it's nothing bad.
1: No, it's nothing bad, not at all.
0: It's not, it's not like their best ska stuff they put out. They're living. They're leaning really like. I wouldn't be surprised if if all of this stuff that they're now putting out is John Feldman was involved because it sounds so poppy and so, uh, dude, just so like basic and they just haven't been, they haven't been themselves in such a long time, and as far as like third wave ska punk goes, yeah, like Hello Rock View and fucking losing streak their first couple albums like the first two or three albums like those are unmatched. they're so good they're phenomenal Mm -hmm. but it's true but then they got into like the early 2000s with anthem and the the fuck the, the the song or the science of selling something short i don't know that was like the catalyst that specific song that was like the single from that album anthem that was like the catalyst of them going away from that ska punk sound and going more into like the pop ska punk sound. Okay. And this this song and everything we've heard from them and their new stuff is like you gotta put pop in there because this is very poppy, it is very processed, it is very unoriginal, it is very mm. boring.
1: It's nothing Nothing crazy to write home about, but it's still solid stuff. It's not bad. Losing losing
0: streak and hello hello rock view, like oh my god, they're great records. Those are perfect albums, both of them through and through. Perfect, perfect albums. Perfect. Like you talk about ska punk, and and those two albums are are staples. (laughs) All right, that's it.
1: All right, better than suicide machines? I don't think so.
0: See, Suicide Machines are kind of on another level because you, you get, like, Ska Punk and you think, like, Ska needs to be at the forefront of the Ska Punk. Yeah. Suicide Machines were, like, Punk, Ska Punk because they were P- way faster. <laughs> because they were a punk band.
1: They, they doubled up on the punk.
0: But they incorporated a lot of Ska elements. Like, Les and Jake were, like, a Ska band that incorporated punk elements.
1: True, 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 And, true.
0: like, dissecting these little subgenres and stuff. I don't know, like... Dude, the Suicide Machines album is so fucking good.
1: It is. Um, I, I've, I've been looking for it on vinyl, but I haven't seen it anywhere. But I haven't looked that hard. But yeah, I that hard. I haven't looked that hard. You bought the new one, didn't you? No, yeah, I bought it at Radiation. Yeah, yeah, it was cheap. It was like thirteen bucks. Oh, dude, steal! Yeah, totally worth it. Uh, so the next one that we have here is Bayside. Jeff loves him some Bayside. They put a, up a new song called "Light Me Up," and is this like a? a a remake of an older song or what
0: i don't think this is they're not like my my most favorite band of all times mm-hmm. but okay. uh you know my my significant other likes bayside a lot but they release a lot of a lot of acoustic albums mm-hmm. and this is their third of like their acoustic um series i yeah. guess so like volume 3 of their acoustic series. I don't think this is an actual song though. I think this is like a brand new acoustic song. And like having said that, I think it's okay.
1: Yeah, I thought I thought it was kind of boring.
0: I do like and I love I like Bayside a lot and I love acoustics. And even I thought this was kind of okay.
1: I'm with you. Boring, didn't really go anywhere.
0: Yeah, they've done better.
1: It was too much full too much of a full band mm. with the with an acoustic guitar not my thing not my thing and the last one here is your favorite band for whatever reason your favorite band a day to remember put out a new song called brick wall which you didn't listen to because why why didn't you why didn't you listen to
0: it i didn't listen to it because this is not like the fourth or fifth song they released and going back to bad vibrations like I had that one on vinyl and I bought that one for like dirt cheap. It was like 10 bucks. It was <laughs> like so cheap. That? No it is cuz the first half is is perfect. The second <sighs> half it grows on you. It grows yeah. on you. But yeah. I I didn't I didn't listen to the song because I I pre-ordered it today. Oh my god. I pre-ordered this morning and I got it. It was supposed to be 20, but if you add on another pre-order, mm-hmm. then you got the second one for like 14. Okay. And so my Sloan, you know, my roommate, he now likes a day to remember, but he specifically likes post homesick. So he likes the more he he likes the bad vibration second half version of Day to remember. Mm. Which is I like the first half of bad vibration. So like that's kind of like the 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 turning point, like the 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 line in the sand. Mm-hmm. I guess. So yeah, we got them both. I don't know, I pre-ordered it. It was cake, it, it came out to like twenty, twenty-three
1: bucks. That's a ballsy move. I know. It's you a know. really
0: cool variant though. It's a really cool variant. It's got like the the anima of the state, the half white, half red, yeah. but with like dark black splatter all over it.
1: Okay. That it is it looks cool. really
0: cool. even though a lot of a lot of the newer stuff we heard from them has been mm-hmm. a lot of electronic based They are still a pretty heavy band and like their rhythm section is still pretty heavy. It's still tight. It's just like Jeremy's vocals. Jeremy. Jeremy. It's (laughs) it's 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 just his vocals. Like if he chooses to lean into the hardcore aspect, he's good. Like it's solid. Okay. When he starts to sing, it's just it's too nasally even for me. Like he's no, he's no, he's no NFG.
1: He's no Tom DeLong. That's oh, for sure.
0: Dude, no, but he's no Tom DeLong. No,
1: no, you can't beat Tom. <laughs> Cannot beat Tom. Ugh, so I'm and gambling
0: here. I'm rolling the dice with this one. I really am. This one I, I did think not. You are. I, 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 uh, oh, I can't so believe I'm nervous about it. I'm so you're nervous. so
1: you're so wary about spending twenty dollars for a record. I know. And then you, you buy this record. I just I don't get it. I, you, you got burned so bad on the last one. So I. The I more, don't know.
0: So like the last one has a lot of a lot of nostalgia for me because in in our trip to New Orleans, that last record was like the anthem of our trip to New Orleans. Like on our, on our balcony when it was pouring rain and we were just drinking whatever craft brew from New Orleans that we picked up from the liquor store, like that that album has a lot of nostalgia for me. So mm-hmm. I can I can sit through the bad because it reminds me of good things.
1: Yeah, okay. But I
0: still understand that it's, it's, it's not a good record <laughs> from what I want from a day to remember. Because, yeah. dude, Homesick is fucking phenomenal. But, Ugh. oh, I, I, I know, like, I know, I know, I know. I'm doing so much justification. I know I am gambling. I know I am rolling the dice here.
1: Well, can I, can I say something about a day to, about this song, the brick I mean, wall song? say
0: whatever you want. I already bought it.
1: I mean, Sorry. but is it gonna spoil, spoil, spoil your listen through, because you'll be biased?
0: Uh I don't know. I I can't give you an honest answer because I don't know what you're gonna say.
1: Fuck! it, I'll just say it, because you'll probably forget it anyway. That's right. so. The verses in Brick Wall, I was listening and I thought this sounds exactly like another band. It took I listened to the song twice trying to figure out what band it was, and it was Pennywise. So the the verses oh, damn, perfect. are just like. Dude, I thought it was the singer from Pennywise.
0: I love Pennywise.
1: The Tim singer Lind- from Pennywise. Lindholm, Lind- Lindemann, whatever something the fuck his like name that. is. Yeah, something like that. So vocally, it reminds me a lot of Pennywise during the verses, and then the choruses are much more hardcore. I'll just leave it at that.
0: That sounds fantastic. <laughs>
1: it really wasn't that bad of a song. Honestly, it wasn't that bad of a song. <laughs> but it, it just it just made me think, like, dude, they, they just like lifted a riff... And the vocal melody from a Pennywise song and slowed it down just a little bit. That's what the verses are. Well, it's I mean, a straight lift of a Pennywise song.
0: They're also kind of from Orange County. Yeah. Orange County, Florida. <laughs> oh, <that's stupid laughs> I'm more trips to Florida. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? How's Kanye too? This, uh, is, Kanye is this, this awful. This is I'm just I'm so nervous, dude. I'm so excited. It's le- so it's, and that
1: on uh, with the eleven percent. It's just I just
0: don't I don't spend this kind of money on albums that I'm not like a for sure thing of.
1: Yeah. Like it's quite that, the gamble for you.
0: That I and the Avalanche pre order that I've been complaining about this whole episode, that was like fifteen bucks. Yeah. With like two dollar shipping.
1: Damn, so, dude, you gotta steal on that one. So yeah, I wish so, I would've I wish I would have got it. Good, not getting it.
0: so that's i mean that's that's what that is this is like a 22 dollar thing but it was only 22 it would have been like 25 or 26 but because i added the second order everything yeah. got cheaper <laughs> i had a bundle to get it cheaper god
1: damn okay Ay. well i i hope you like it i hope you didn't get ripped off but you probably will <sighs> okay do we got anything else to say anything else to talk about what do you what do you think
0: no. I mean, other than the fact that that uh, I think MSNBC falsely reported Bob Dylan as, as dying. Oh, what? Bob Dylan was not dead. Everybody.
1: Okay. What a weird thing to to report on. Yeah.
0: Okay. MSNBC, uh, they, they falsely reported Bob Dylan as dying like wow. a day or two ago. Um, he's not dead. Okay. To be it's fair, good. he probably will never die. Oh. And his album that came out this year is... Maybe in my top five
1: Dude get the fuck out Go home Go go home Go home Well that's it This is Asinine Radio I don't want to talk about Bob Dylan beating your top five ever Uh, Go to iTunes Go rate, review And subscribe to us on there Follow us on social media At Asinine Radio Uh, Thanks for listening Stay tuned for the main episode Because we get into The Chuck Berry album Uh, Fuck Why do I keep forgetting The name of this stupid record
0: One Dozen Dozen berries. Berries Oh my god
1: Okay, so yeah, we're doing that. So get into it, and that's it. That's all. David. <laughs>